What the Tech Africa podcast powered by Africa Tech Radio. This is a new episode of What the Tech Africa brought to you by Africa Tech Radio and I'm Jessica Fortunes. If you're listening for the first time, you are welcome. Here on the podcast every week we delve into all things tech in Africa. And to my returning listener, thank you for joining once again. Today on the show we'll be talking about tech brain drain. Are we building tech talents for Africa or Europe? With the continuous rise and growth of tech companies across Africa, now more than ever, it's important to have skilled talent to keep the ecosystem succeeding. Unfortunately, research has shown that Africa is losing some of its best tech minds to the Western world, and there's currently a deficit of suitable tech talents. What is happening? How do we ensure that our tech talents are well trained? And instead of leaving Africa, join forces with organizations to build for Africa. It's a very important conversation to have and doing this with me today in the studio is Uche Nandi, Executive Director of NEA Tech. NEA Tech is a non-profit empowering software engineers with global skills, mentorship and connections. Hello Uche. Hello Jessica. Um thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure. Thank you for coming. So very quickly, let's talk about the work you do at Enya and how you are empowering African tech talents. Yeah, so at Enya, what we try to do is uh build an ecosystem of builders, innovators, and eventually um investors. Um, you know, a bit about our history, we started in 2017 uh trying to teach software engineering and we quickly figured out that uh we were not good at that uh and we pivoted towards uh a project driven uh mentorship platform and found a lot of success um with that sort of approach uh, and our current uh iteration is a platform where we uh where we vet um engineers into our program and then pair those engineers with entrepreneurs within the local um tech ecosystem. Okay, great. I like the fact that you pair them with locals. But then tell us why it's important what you do. Why is it important to the ecosystem and to this talents? Yeah, it's it's important because um you know, you have a lot of bright minds, a lot of people with big ideas and they're at least on the engineering side, uh finding difficult to land at companies that are in a position for 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 growth and then on the founder side there is frustration with um accessing uh quality talent especially engineering talent so for us we we saw that there was a need in the in the market to sort of bridge these two gaps and uh we are slowly but steadily working towards that okay great so let's talk about the brain drain according to statistics from IMF by 2050 Africa would have lost 35 million skilled and experienced hands and we definitely know that some of those would come from the tech industry what do you think is happening why are talents leaving the continent i mean the yes this is a big issue that we have uh, like obviously like recognize and we are trying to sort of address it in our own way by by empowering the the local tech talent and and doing the um um the pairing with local founders but um at the same time um 
you know, the, the like the issue is a, is a human issue. You know, people want better opportunity. They want to have a safe life, a secure life. They want to raise families in 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 a in a place that they think is positioned for you know for 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 growth, um, and uh, a lot a lot of young people just aren't finding that in places like Nigeria and other parts of Africa. So this is a this is a, a, like a major problem that that goes just beyond uh, saying hey look let's just empower uh, and train. Um, and train talent here. It's 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 it requires policy. It requires a reconditioning people. It requires um, um, like major changes to the overall uh, sort of system systems that are currently in place in Africa. Um, but yeah, uh, people are always going to leave or seek better life, and for for many people, that better life is in Europe or in the US or in China and Southeast Asia. Wow, wow, that makes you feel like those of us in Nigeria probably do not have a better life. But then you mentioned that there are policies that need to, ha that need to be in place. And some of these factors that make people leave or talents leave is human factors, the fact that they probably have something they're looking for and cannot find. Can you tell us, how exactly can the continent or those in policy, what they need to do to help make it better? Yeah, I mean, so let's use Nigeria for example um, and, and some of the most recent policies that were enacted to sort of curb the growth of tech companies, uh, you know, job creating companies. You know, there's the, um, the Gokata incident and then there, then with the most recent sort of restrictions around crypto and 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 uh, foreign Im investments, uh, these sorts of policies stifle growth. And and when you stifle growth, you 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 stifle you 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 stop opportunities for you know um, engineers being hired, product managers, designers, and you know it is it is evident that Nigeria will become this tech hub. It's 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 just a matter of time. But um, we need policies in place that um, that attract, you know, that attracts talent from abroad to come here, and also keeps um, and uh, and incubates the talent that's already here, right? Um, you know, there are countries like Portugal that, that 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 makes a visa process for remote work very very easy. There are tax and in, 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 um, incentives for you to stay and and and, and work for um, you know like or create a startup idea. You know, there the, I'm not saying that these things are easy to implement, but they are super low hanging fruits that can encourage all the diaspora abroad to come back and to you know encourage the, the guys here that hey look if you go into this um, sector and start working here you know your livelihood will only get better your your situation is secure mm. true true that i definitely agree that when you there are policies that support you and make you feel like you matter people would want to stay more but now let's talk about tech talents that in nigeria and those that have stayed Despite the fact that, you know, they are being trained or maybe some of them were not trained, but we still hear founders say things like, oh, I'm having issue keeping a software engineer. I can't find them. 
I can't probably get the best talents. They probably are not serious. They're not, they don't deliver on time, you know, different issues from founders. So how is the work you're doing helping to actually make sure that these people or these talents we have are well-trained? Yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is like a big thing that a lot of founders that I talk to sort of come to me um, about. Um, you know, they they have a good idea and they spend, you know, fifteen twenty thousand dollars trying to build it out, build out the MVP, and then at the very end, they don't have a working product because their engineers weren't taking the project um, seriously. So what we do is we try our very best to vet for not only um, you know, competency in terms of engineering, but the sort of soft, like soft skills that highlight that you are a productive worker, right? The ability to sort of manage conflict, communicate effectively. Um, and, and, and we, within our vetting process, we sort of put every single engineer uh, like in, in the cook pot, in the hot pot, and make sure that, you know, that if like if they can't survive in that hot pot, they're probably not going to be a very good engineer. But if they do survive, um, they 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 have the sort of commitment and follow through um, that um, that our founders sort of look for. So in our last cohort, we had about 3000 engineers apply. And at the very end, we chose only 30 out of out of that. So we are very selective around who we pick because um, because we are building live, real products, and it's it's important that we have people who are serious. Okay, great, great work with that. But now, um, tell us a bit about your vetting process for someone to get into your um your cohorts, like you mentioned. What they need to do, how they get in there, what happens after. Just take us through a typical application process. Yeah, yeah. So our process changes every single cohort, but the overall structure is the same. Uh, there's three layers, okay? So there's an o first is an open um, application, everyone can apply. And once you apply, you get a, a technical challenge. If you finish that technical challenge in the given amount of time, um, you are then given a second sort of challenge in, in a smaller, uh, in a, in a, um, and the delivery time is compressed, it's shorter. And, and then if you finish that, you're then given the final challenge. Each layer is progressively more difficult than the previous one and and challenges you to either learn something new or, or look at the problem in a new way. Um, so our vetting process is also a learning process for a lot of our engineers. Okay, so that's the first major level. Can you actually do this? Okay, if you can actually do it, then we, we, we have a soft skills level um, layer where we sort of um, ask a lot of um, like, um, I guess personal questions to to sort of assess how you deal with um, group work, um, conflict re uh, resolution, and all these other non um, intangible soft skills that are essential for building products. Um, and then we, um, this is a, a thing that we we usually don't share, but uh, we have a, a pre course week. And what most people don't know is that that pre course week is another la layer of vetting. And uh, that's when we truly see, hey, okay, if we give you this, you know, you have sort of said you, you, you want to be a part of this program. Now we're giving you a real thing to sort of work on. Are you able to sort of do it and follow through? If you're not, you're removed from the, from the program and the, and, the, and the person below you that didn't get in is, 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 is moved in, um, uh, into the program. So we have multiple layers to, to, to um, 
And again, I'm, I'm not saying that the process is perfect, and um, but it's pretty it's pretty good. You know, we are able to get really really solid, um, committed um, engineers at, at the very end. Mm. I like the fact that you know the different processes check for different things, not just your skills, but also can you stay through? You know, can you? build to the end can you go through all the different you said cooking <laughs> so can you go through all of that and make sure that we have the best for founders who are building well done i think you're doing great work thank you thank you <laughs> I, I, I think so as well <laughs> yeah so now how do we ensure that this you mentioned the fact that you pair them up so do they have to choose or do you look at their skills and say oh you'd fit into this place or yeah, yeah, we do a, a, a bit of both. So we sort of ask them uh, which sort of s sectors or industries they would be interested in working in. Um, and then we look at their overall um, sort of skill sets and then pair them with our founders um, who are also looking for a specific set of, uh, of skills. Um, and it's, again, the pairings are not always going to be perfect, but we, we are trying our absolute best. Um, but yeah, but it's it's pretty straightforward. It it doesn't require a lot of work to do that pairing, you know. Okay, great, yeah. great work. So for so far, you've been doing this for how long again? Yeah, we've been doing this about four years now. This is our fifth um, cohort in four years. Um, there are reasons why we've only had five cohorts, uh, but over the, the next twelve months, we we intend on aggressively rolling out more and more um, cohorts. Um, just because we have sort of fine-tuned our process, we understand the sort of value um, we bring to the market and and how to sort of position that value. So now, now that we have sort of proven out the concept, is just about just scaling it a little bit more. So um, over the next twelve months, we we will run twelve. Um, sorry, four more cohorts. You know, yeah. Okay, so let's link him back to the brain drain. You've been doing this for four years. And so how many of your talents or engineers that you have worked with have stayed put in the in the continent and how many have moved out of Nigeria for greener pastures? Yeah, so I would say the the mass majority have stayed. I have uh, I've mm. talked to a couple that went to the UK to for like schooling. Um but the majority the majority have stayed here in Nigeria, so, but some of them do work for international companies. So th oh. they're, they're no longer working in the tech, in the local ecosystem because the local e um, ecosystem is not, doesn't pay enough, right? So, um, so that's one of the things that we are also trying to mitigate because we do find that there are founders, entrepreneurs who take advantage um, of engineers. And so within our program, we sort of, once the engineers are done, we sort of guarantee a, a floor, a minimum that they can get paid um, for for the type of work that they do. You know, um, it's it's difficult, physically, mentally draining work, and and they should be guaranteed at least um, a minimum. And I, I I can tell you what that minimum is. It's one hundred and sixty k. Oh wow! Minimum. Okay. Um, and then with the promise of going up to, um, you know, uh, two hundred. And, and I'm speaking about the fresh grads. I'm not speaking about the ones that have been in our platform or ecosystem for years. Um, so uh, to, to summarize, the majority of people have stayed. We're absolutely glad about that. Mm -hmm. So I would just ask for one who is a tech talent right now out there, who is listening and an engineer, Tell, give us an advice for them on how to be the best and, uh, and how to, you know, help in building for Africa. 
Yeah, so so the great thing about Nigeria right now is that uh, one, our population is going to be doubling very soon. And, and two, a lot of people now recognize that tech is where the job creation is happening. It's where the job, uh, I mean, the like the place to go if you want to have a stable life, if you want to make money. Um, you know, you, you, you've seen Paystack, you've seen Flutterwave, and there's a lot of other companies who are coming, um, coming up right now that are doing very, very well. And so, and because of that, a lot of people are going into software engineering, project management, design work, all these things are essential for um, startup life. Um, however, the issue that I've sort of seen with about 99% of um, engineers is that the the core principles and conventions that are needed for you to really build good products are lacking, are missing. So, um, so for any software engineer out there that is trying to sort of upskill and get to that next level, um, I would highly recommend, highly recommend that you volunteer your time. Volunteer your time at an organization where you can get mentorship from more senior engineers. Because you do not, you do not have the, you, you, you've probably been coding and freelancing on your own. Um, you have not worked on a team and because you have not worked on a team, you have not learned those essential skills of how to communicate as a software engineer, right? So, um, so yeah, um, expose yourself to, um, to teamwork. It doesn't matter if you're not getting paid for it, still do it just because that knowledge that you gain will come back in, um, down the line and pay you dividends. Thank you very much. But I really feel like we also need to send a word to founders who hire them. So what would you say to founders as a last word? Okay, founders, look, <laughs> if you want people to die for you, for your dream, that's what you're asking them when you hire them. You say, hey, look, I want you to 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 only, you know, think about my product, to to sweat, you know, to um to to give blood to my vision. If you want people to do that, you have to pay them accordingly. Okay, that's st step number one. You you cannot, um, you cannot, um, you cannot actually afford to not pay them a, li a good uh, living wage because if you don't pay them appropriately, they will go and get another job somewhere else, mm -hmm. and that will distract them from your product. Secondly, you have to <laughs> you have to build. Um, an ecosystem that is not only conducive for growth, but conducive for open communication. I would say that 90% of, of all issues that, that have been faced between my between founders that I work with and our engineers has been just um, lack of proper communication or breakdown of communication. And, it's, uh, and once that is fixed, most of the issues are gone, right? So uh, pay people what they are supposed to be paid and create an environment um, for open and effective communication. Thank you very much, Uche. It's been amazing talking to you. I do hope, no, not actually hope. I definitely know that anyone who has listened to today's episode of the podcast has gotten an insight into how we can 
have better talents or be a better talent or be a better tech talent. And of course, a founder now knows better how to treat their talents so they don't go out looking for better opportunities because everyone wants better. And so that's it for today's episode of the podcast. It's been an interesting time talking to Uche Nandi of Enye. I hope that you found this enlightening and educating. Don't forget that you can join the conversation on WhatsApp on 0913-558-1766 or email us at podcast at africatechradio.com. And if you love what you hear, like I know you will, don't forget to like, subscribe and share with friends. Till next time, I am Jessica Fortunes. Bye-bye. What the Tech Africa, an Africa Tech Radio podcast.